on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Bulldogs Live continues. Anchoring the second hour of tonight's program, here's Jeff Dantzler. Good evening, Bulldog Nation, wherever you may be listening from, from Tallapoosa to Tybee Light, from the mountains of North Georgia down to Bainbridge and all the way to the shores of the Golden Isles. Thank you for tuning in to the second hour. Our executive producer, Alan Thomas. Also, thanks to Ben Brandenburg for all of his great work. And, of course, our co-host and cohort, the great road dog, Adam Gillespie. I'm Jeff Dancer. We'll be chatting with Georgia gymnastics coach Courtney Kupetz-Carter coming up on the other side. And we'll also go inside Georgia athletics and, of course, play above, below, and in between. It was great chatting with Bulldogs baseball coach Scott Strickland talking some Georgia baseball. Busy time of year, 13 different sports, 13 competing for the Georgia Bulldogs. It was a great weekend and hopefully another great week ahead as you listen to the second hour right here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. With Northside Hospital, you can look forward to new beginnings, look ahead to comeback seasons, and look up for hope and strength. Northside welcomes you into our community of care, guided by one clear direction, a mission to heal. Led by our expertise in maternity, heart, cancer, orthopedics, and more, you can move into tomorrow with confidence. For a healthier future together, look to Northside Hospital. Join the new Dunkin' Rewards program, and today's the day I'm going to use my points on a medium iced latte and a couple of chocolate frosted donuts. Here you go, and thanks for being a rewards member. And now I'm using those chocolate frosted donuts, kids, to get a few sweet, sweet, blissful minutes of beautiful relief from the never-ending onslaught of backseat bickering. Join new Dunkin' Rewards today. Shh. Oh, sorry. Join new Dunkin' Rewards today. Save them, stack them, use them how you want. America runs on Dunkin'. Terms apply. You're listening to Bulldogs Live. We'll be right back after a word from your local stations. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. New season, new coach. Sometimes it's best to change direction and get a fresh start. I'm Kenny Mullins for the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 613. If you're in construction, maybe you need a new start too. Come join our team of over 5,000 electrical workers. Better pay and benefits, superior training, and safer working conditions with an army of people who have your back. Visit IBEW613.org and click Join our team. Go dogs! You're listening to Bulldogs Live. Here again is Jeff Dantzler. Welcome back to the second hour. Great to be joined by Georgia's gymnastics coach, Courtney Kupetz. Carter, he'll always be Courtney Cooper. I, I always tell Mary Beth, he'll always be Mary Beth Lysette to me. And I mean, you're up on the big mural up there, the greatest gymnast in collegiate gymnastics history. Boy, what a you know, what, what a moniker to carry around for you there. You know, uh, I had some fun in the, in the good old days uh, doing the sport. So when you can, gymnastics is so interesting because so many times for athletes like you. Uh, you're peaking for a lot of athletes when you're 14, 15, 16 years mm-hmm. old. So you were in school and had already won a silver medal. What, what was that like walking around campus as an Olympic medalist? Uh, well, that's where I'm so different in terms of like 
Did you wear it to class every day? Because I sure would have. Yeah, no, it was it was hanging off my backpack, <laughs> so everyone could just see it as I walked by. No, no way. I I was just I wanted to be normal, and I didn't want people to know me for that reason. And it, it would come up, but I I loved using it as a joke. So friends would say, "Hey, you know she went to the Olympics," and I said, "No, I didn't." And and we just joked back and forth, and they could never figure out if I actually did or not. Um, so I had fun with it in terms of. Um, trying to see if people could actually guess if I actually did or not. So uh, Allison Schmidt, who won, I think, five medals in, in <laughs> swimming, I ran into her before a football game one day, and I go, I had no idea there was just a five-time Olympian walking around. She was surprised <laughs> that I even recognized her there, but that is one of the cool things we, we've got here at Georgia with so many sports, and obviously mm-hmm. you know, football, what, what Kirby has done is so incredible. But with the success we've had in so many sports, and to, to get to see it on that Olympic stage too, whether it's gymnastics, whether it's swimming, whether it's track and field. Oh, it's 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 fantastic. I know we've had several track athletes in the last few years uh, continuing to go to the Olympics, and um, I, I think it's incredible. And it is a testament to Georgia athletics as a whole that it's not just one sport, but it actually brings out a lot in all the sports where they're vying for not only national championships, but on, on a world scale. All right, so you've traveled all around the world and I'm sure you wear your Georgia stuff when you do it I know whether I've, I've been in London yeah. I've been in Russia and have gotten a go dogs of course no in Los way. Angeles New York anywhere you go if you're in an airport if yep. you're wearing something walking down Santa Monica Boulevard er, er, go dogs wearing the Georgia <laughs> stuff we, we all get that wherever you go that, yes that, that I've, I've felt that especially uh, over the last two years uh, even more so you'll see people or they say go dogs and you'll be in the most random place and I agree someone says it and you're like what it just takes me a second to realize uh, all over the country there are uh, Georgia fans. Did you ever think you would get into coaching? Uh, yes, I did. It was kind of in the back of my mind. Um, and once I came to college, I realized that was more of the avenue and, and where my passion would lie, not necessarily the elite level. Um, and my club coach, Kelly Hill, had told me right when I graduated, she's like, if you're interested in coaching, my advice to you is seek out all the other things that you're interested in first, because coaching will always be there um, for someone like you. And um, But once you get in, you don't usually get out. You make the relationships with the athletes, you, you start to get into it, and you don't come out. So go pursue other things first, she said, and then get into coaching. Um, so I, I loved that advice from her. And, and I think gymnastics and, and- in many cases, I think you could say this about swimming, but certainly for gymnastics, and we had talked about it uh, with, with you going in, basically your high school age competing in the Olympics, mm-hmm. and whereas in football, basketball, baseball, mm-hmm. you go to college, then you want to go pro in gymnastics, you've often already, already done the highest level, Correct. and then you do gymnastics. That's unusual, and I've got to think, <laughs> at, at a young age, when you right, when did you start? Were you like four? Yeah, about that. Three. Okay. So then all of a sudden your college career is, is over. You're this incredible three-time mm-hmm. all-around NCAA champion, four team national championships. He would have won four if he hadn't gotten hurt, <laughs> and four all-arounds. And then all of a sudden it kind of hits you that, well, I'm, I'm not going to compete anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, gymnastics especially, that transfer out of college, like you know it's coming, um, but it is hard. You've done a sport for about 20 years of your life. You have gotten to the biggest stage. Any athlete who's at Georgia or you know at the college level has is reaching a really high level in the sport itself. So when they have to transfer out, I, I do think it's a hard avenue for them to think they're going to go straight into their field with a year of experience in that field and and do what they've done in gymnastics that's taken them 20 years. So it is a conversation that we really try to build them up um, and have a plan for when they're done because it's hard. It's hard. And you can't just go out and throw the football out with your your friends. You can't just go to the gym and, you know, like tennis, you go hit around a racket with gymnastics. It's if you're going into that gym when you're done with gymnastics of training every single day, it's not the safest thing to do. (laughs) Just do a what are you, a standing back handspring or something like that? No, you could. Just a piece of cake? I, I tell people be very careful. <laughs> yes, it is uh, definitely the sport that uh, when I look for an enormous sports fan like me, the sport I would have the least chance to succeed in. And how wide's the beam? It's four inches. So it's basically, I don't even know if you know you're so young what, what a, a VCR tape is. So yeah. you're basically trying to do that on 
Probably a little a thinner than a VCR right, tape. Right, right. <laughs> I'm thinking about a cell phone at this a point. Cell phone. Some of that's the cell phones are about the size of the beam. <laughs> so that's what the, the margin for error is. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's another thing, too, and in, in for kids. Now, for me, I, I'm 50, and my first real experience, what I remember from watching gymnastics, was 1984 in Los Angeles. Okay. And Mary Lou Rett yeah. was so famous there. And, and you're watching uh, these athletes in the men's side at Bart Connor and Mitch Gaylord. But you're for some reason, I like Mary Lou a little better. But uh, you know, you're watching these athletes do these amazing things, and as a football, basketball, baseball, golf, tennis guy, I just you sit there and you go, "There's no way I could ever do that." I, I just think it's incredible what gymnasts are able to do, uh, what you were able to do. You started at a young age. It takes a lot of guts to do that, and I don't think it took a lot of guts from your parents to get you into <laughs> it, too. Oh, it's, it's such a slow progression, though. So it looks like it's you know, this scary big sport, how in the world do you do it? But that's why it takes so long to get there and why athletes at such a young age start to progress. It's very gradual, the progression that athletes take. And my daughter's seven right now and she's just starting, you know, she got her little roundup back handspring on that floor. And I was the proudest mama um, seeing her do that because it, it does at such a young age, you start doing things um, very quickly. And But it's a gradual progression. Was there an Olympics or world championships for you when you were mm-hmm very young that, that caught your eye and you said oh, that's yeah. what I want to do 96 I, I was watching and, and that was the one that they won gold and uh was just very impressive and I love how they just you know it was in 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 the states so that made it even more exciting watching it on television um and you know I don't know if I I think that there might have been like um a dream of oh yeah I want to go to the Olympics but it wasn't like a real one it was just like one of those fantasies of like everyone says I'm going to be a movie star or this it was kind of like, oh yeah I'll go to the Olympics um it wasn't a real dream or an actual goal, I would say. You know, it was a dream, but it wasn't a goal until the year before the Olympics for me. I'm very, I'm much more practical in my efforts. <laughs> well, it, it's amazing. You literally have lived the dream, and now you're coaching at a place in the very same facility where you received so many cheers yeah. and achieved such greatness here. And, and that's that. That is a dream, you know, looking back at it and thinking I can be here and part of um, all of these athletes' experiences in college. And, you know, the Olympic experience was once in a lifetime, um, but coming to college and getting to work, um, you know, live with my teammates, go to class with my teammates, be in the gym on the daily grind every single day, and then to do something special with them at the end of the year, like winning a national championship, that's just a, a whole different ball game for me and, and what was so impactful to me that it's just amazing I get to be part of these girls' experiences. Hey, one of the things, too, where, where Suzanne, the, the great Suzanne Yaglin-Liebern, was such a master. Gymnastics, kind of like tennis, kind of like golf. It is a quote-unquote individual sport, mm-hmm. but you've got a team mm-hmm. and you become a team. She was really the master of, of taking all these great individuals and making you guys a team. And obviously it showed with 10 national championships. Yeah, it really is about um, really making them understand that it's not just your performance. We want to get the best out of you and we want to get you to the highest place because that is best for the team. But at the same time, you know, you grow up competing for events every single competition. You don't have to make a lineup. Um, it's not like basketball where it's like you have five starters every single game and you've had to to battle through what that feels like. They've competed for events every single time, no matter their special, how good they are on those events. So they come to college and they're competing to try to get in those six spots of a lineup. And that becomes where those conversations come in. It is best for our team um, for this person to go in. And so I want you to be fighting every single week to get in that lineup. But then once that other person goes in, maybe over you, you need to support that person because they feel it and you need to cheer it because it's best for our team. And so those are the conversations that become more difficult. But once they start to see it and understand it, it makes the biggest difference. And that's what I'm so excited about with the team this year is they get it, they understand it, and they keep pushing every single week. All right, we're going to talk about these gym dogs of 2023 <laughs> as we continue on with the greatest gymnast in Georgia history and NCAA history, Courtney Coupets-Carter, with the second hour right here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance is committed to protecting the state of Georgia. No one knows Georgia like we do because no one covers the state like we do. Georgia families are our only focus, and we have offices in just about every county of the state. You can call it our home field advantage. No matter where you are in Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance is always the home team. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, 
same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Don't go anywhere. Bulldogs Live will be right back after a word from your local station. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for players every game at Stegman Coliseum. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Welcome back to Bulldogs Live. Once again, here's Jeff Dantzler. Welcome back to the second hour. Jeff Dantzler joined by Courtney Kupetz Carter, the great gymnast and now the head coach of the gym dogs, just living the dream once again. And Courtney, th- this team, this program, you certainly feel like it's on the rise, uh, put up a great score against Alabama this past Friday, moving up in the rankings and some big meets coming up as well. Uh, we've had a packed schedule uh, this year and um, probably have competed against, um, you know, top 10 teams every single weekend we've been out there, which, you know, for us was a lot for a very young team competing over, you know, just under half of our routines are from new athletes coming in. So the experience wasn't quite there at the beginning of the year. So going up against out at Florida, out at LSU, at a podium meet, um, built some really good experience for them for postseason. And now we're getting in a nice little groove. So it's, it's 11 newcomers this year, right? Yes. Three had done gymnastics prior. They came in from other universities and wanting to use their COVID year and and keep doing the sport. Um, But 11 new coming into the program. So, yes, it is a lot for a team of only 18. (laughs) I know. I think back, uh, my my friend Scott Fitzgerald, his daughter, Sydney, is a a freshman on the team this year. And she's just one of those girls that I think about these generations going Mm -hmm. back. Georgia Gymnastics has been huge since the 80s. She was just one of those kids coming to the meets as a kid. And her dream was to be a gym doctor here and it's awesome to get to see these kids get to do that Uh, and and that she is one of our hardest workers Sydney you talk about it Um, and so she continues to push this team I think everybody does but having athletes who work hard in the gym every single day um, is so good and pushing our lineup and and that's something that's new this year too and that's where um, athletes like Sydney and other uh, other athletes um, that are around the Georgia area which is so nice because they know Georgia so well Um, and so they're having fun they're enjoying it they're living that dream but they're also working hard every single day and so now we have depth in our line which makes a nice, healthy competition in the gym um, to make sure we're putting the best athletes out there. And so we're pushing the score every single week. Yeah, I know one of the hard things, too, it's, it's finding those right times to peak because obviously mm-hmm. the Nationals at the end, that's that's yeah. first and foremost. There, there's SECs, and it's, it, it's a delicate tightrope you want because let's face it also, you were having a staff meeting before we <laughs> began our show here, that the injury rate of gymnastics yeah. is exceptionally yeah. high. Um, and, and that's one thing with competing every single week, and that's what's new for athletes coming in. So like you said, we have 11 new athletes, and they would compete maybe five, six times total in a year before getting mm-hmm. here. And that was in a span of maybe three, four, five months. And we're doing it every single weekend, 13 weekends straight. Um, you know, there's a give or take a few weekends when it gets to postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but those what happens to their bodies it's we have to make sure that we're we're looking out for not only the best performance but making sure we peak and that's the health of this team so that's something we're having conversations over every single week well Courtney what do you what do you like best about this team um other work ethic I think their work ethic and their camaraderie are two things that are continuing to push them every single week. Um, we ask them to do something, and they say, what else can I do? It's not just meeting the bare minimum. It's what else can I do to make sure I'm the best I can be because I want it. This team wants it. There's there's this um, this fight and this grit inside of them. They're like, we're going to get there. We're going to make this happen. Um, and so they're, they're not doing it in a dreamlike fashion. They're doing it by what can I do to make myself better today? And, and that I cannot, you can't build that into a team. Um, you can talk about it all you want, but it's about the action and they've got the action behind them. And then they've got the camaraderie, the chemistry of this team. Um, you know, with so many new athletes, it's, it's unknown, but they were able to really come in with a common goal. And so they're working hard every day. We've always gotten great crowds here and again Suzanne just building it up it's family friendly it's just a lot of fun to come to these meets what makes it special to come out and watch the gym dogs perform oh it's it's a sporting event, but it's also a show at the same time. Right. Uh, there's there's attention for all age levels. So I've had my youngest have been like 18 months when they've been captivated by it because there's so much going on. They see hairy dog. They'll see, um, you know, things on the big screen. They'll watch gymnastics. They get to, you know, shake the pom-pom in the moment. And there's always something going on in but terms at the of same time, gymnastics. George is playing Auburn or George is playing Alabama or George is playing Florida. Big, big teams with big gymnastics. All right. So what are the things to do you think it would help? Help the sport if they went. And obviously, you're still keeping the scores for rankings and that. Like, I've always thought this: like if it was, let's say, Georgia on the beam, then Alabama on the beam, whoever had the better score gets a point there. Yeah, wouldn't that be? Yeah, I, I, th- with the, I, know. I think that could make it a little bit easier to follow <laughs> and more fair. Because I remember the first meet. I worked here when I was working for the great Claude Felton back in 1991. I'm thinking like, well, okay, we're up by. Two hundreds of is that a lot? I, I don't know. Yeah. I just think that might be something that could that, that could help the sport along. Are there ever any discussions? Uh, we definitely. Like that? I, I think with um, how much more the gymnastics has um, become, any team could be out there. You know, at the end of the year, those top eight teams. It's there's a much bigger pool of teams that are capable of getting there than there were back in the day. Um, there was maybe a few top teams, and now you could. You know, it's probably about 20 top teams that anyone could be out there at that time. So it's really tightened how much you have to be, you know, quote, unquote, perfect when you get out there. The number of perfect tens that are getting out there are so much more. So as coaches, we do kind of play with how do we make this sport uh, go to that next level? How do we make this sport more approachable to fans to watch? You know, we, we're finally on Friday nights every single weekend uh, as an SEC. That's great. It's great. So we're getting the footage. We're getting out there. Um, you know, we only have eight teams that make it to nationals now um, because we want four teams out on that floor at one time. So you, there used to be buys in the middle. There used to be six teams going at the same time for SEC. We would have two buys in the middle of it. And that happened at nationals as well. Um, and so now we're really trying to fine tune um, for the everyday fan that maybe doesn't know about gymnastics all that much, how it can become more, um, you know, approachable of a sport to be able to tune in and understand it immediately. I can tell you by comparison, when volleyball went to the rally score in the whole time, that made an yeah. enormous difference because those matches sometimes would go over four hours. <laughs> well, it's a lot faster yeah. now that they get great crowds too. I think we're always interested in looking for different yes. ways to grow all of our sports here. 100%. And so it's always advancing, right? It's always going to continually change. And, and I can remember, too, talking about the number of teams that are competing now. And obviously, I know you feel like Georgia's got a shot to be right there yeah. in the mix at the end. When UCLA won it back in the early 2000s, that was the first time that either Georgia, Utah, or Alabama hadn't won it. So exactly. for like 20-something years, it'll have been three schools that won the national schools. title. Yeah. So that's where today it, it definitely has increased. And that's that's a testament to just on a national scale um, – the gyms around the country. There's so many gymnastics gyms. There's so much more talent. Um, USA Gymnastics is really pushing to get some education out there on for coaches. There isn't that much education on it, and so it's hard. It's 
there's a there's a time where it's hard to come by those great coaches and now there's so many around the country that know how to teach the sport really well and you're seeing that on a national level in our level 10 um, not just our elite level that goes to the Olympics but our level 10s around the country are just absolutely phenomenal and it's about getting those athletes as well going to all these schools well Courtney let's let's pub up real quick <laughs> I got a couple of home meets coming up it, I guess it's amazing to you you put it all this work you just feel like how fast the schedule flies by, but a couple of meets. February's almost over. Got two more home meets in March. So. We do, yeah. One against Arkansas first weekend of March, and then uh, and that's our alumni night. So we're su- we're really excited about that, bringing all the greats back, <laughs> um, having that energy in that environment. So that's going to be a fun one uh, for our team, especially uh, in the program. Uh, and then our senior night, which is the second weekend in March uh, against Michigan. All right, so great opponents coming in. Courtney, always terrific to talk to you and continued success, and I hope this winds up being a very, very special year for you and the program. Thank you. All right, that's Courtney Coupette's car with the second hour right here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. When you look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute, you see excellence. With a mission to heal your heart, we use the most innovative techniques and treatments, all to provide patients customized options and the most effective outcomes. Northside's cardiac surgery program has earned the highest rating given by the Society of Thoracic Surgeons for both open heart surgery and aortic valve replacement. No matter how routine or complex your heart care, you can always look to Northside. To learn more, visit northside.com excellence. Georgia fans, college basketball is back. So grab your friends in a cold, refreshing Dos Equis lager and make the most of the big game. Whether you're at the bar with fellow dogs or watching with your friend who went to that other Dos Equis is there for it all. So buy a cold, crisp Dos Equis and go dog. Dos Equis, proud partner of Georgia Athletics. Get it over. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2022, imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. You're listening to Bulldogs Live. We'll be right back after a word from your local stations. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. The all-electric BMW iX M60. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Sustainably crafted, sporty, and equipped with a complete suite of intuitive technology, all with a range of up to 280 miles. With iconic BMW M handling and exquisite attention to detail, the BMW iX M60 is electricity in its ultimate form. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Proud sponsor of Georgia Athletics. Visit BMWATL.com for great offers. Go dogs! This is Bulldogs Live. Let's rejoin Jeff Dantzler. Welcome back to the second hour. The Road Dogs sitting over there, the great Adam Gillespie. And across the way, the famous, the great man, Mike Mobley, who is an assistant athletic director in the Sports Information Office, Sports Communications now, I believe. I'm showing my age here and does a great job in charge of men's basketball. And, Mobs, appreciate you stepping in here en route to Fayetteville, Arkansas. All these Tuesday games, some quick turnarounds now. Yeah, yeah those Saturday-Tuesday games are a lot <laughs> of fun, tr- turn around with uh, information and everything along those lines. And uh, it's the alphabetical road trip, trip through the SEC this week, going to Alabama on Saturday and then to, to uh, Arkansas on, on Tuesday. Tuesday night, tough, tough road games back to back. Well, I think everybody has enjoyed what Coach White has done, the progress that the team has made this year. And obviously with what Kirby has done with the football program, there is such tremendous enthusiasm around George Athletics. And one of the things that has jumped out to me, the crowds we've had here at Stegman Coliseum, especially for these Saturday games. Yeah, drawn exceptionally well. I think we've had over 10,000 people for five of our last seven games. The other two were midweek games. But but 
working on that home court advantage, and it's coming. And of course, the, what you put on the court has a great deal to do with that. And I think people will enjoy, you know, watching this team uh, play plays very, very hard um, on both ends of the floor. And I think um, we're definitely headed in the right direction. Yeah, I feel that way too. What are some of the things that that you like most about Mike White and what he's doing here at Georgia? Oof, how long is this segment? We got uh, Road Dogs had 15 minutes. So. Wow, we may have to extend Shoot. that thing. <laughs> no, uh, I just just everything about it, Jeff. I mean, there's just a a positivity around the program, the players that that, that are here, the players that we were able to keep. Um, I mean, just so many facets of it, um, both ends of the floor. It's a fun team to watch, uh, you know, on both ends of the floor. We, we play hard. We get after it. Um, uh, good fellas. And, um, you know, we've already won 16 games this year as opposed to six last year. So we've got double-digit more wins this year than the previous years. We've got six SEC wins, which is impressive, even more so when you consider that after Saturday, um, the half of those wins are against teams uh, most people have in the NCAA tournament at this time with Mississippi State, Auburn, and um, Kentucky. And um, so we're not only win, winning, we're, we're, we're beating good programs, beating good teams, and, um, you know, everything is uh, it's pretty positive these days uh, as, as much as, as you would expect in the first year of a, of a coach's program. The totality of those wins this year, I, I thought the South Carolina atmosphere was great here. That was a terrific win. But beating Auburn and Kentucky especially, where would those rank uh, for you on, on your Georgia men's basketball hit list? Oh, they'd be up there. Um, they would definitely be up there. I mean, we've only beaten uh, we've only beaten uh, Kentucky twice, and in, in, in this is my eight seasons at Georgia, uh, and two were thrilling games. Of course, well, eight the one seasons is men's hoops. It's, well, yeah, yes. eight seasons with men's hoops. There's Thirty lot, years at Georgia. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of water under the bridge for the Lady Bulldogs as well. We can talk about that for days and days and days. Uh, but um, it's funny, of course. Um, uh, uh, we beat Kentucky back-to-back home games, and that that's pretty cool. Um, and oddly, uh, you know, last time we beat him at home, the guy who delivered the game-winning pass to, to P.J. Horn was uh, wearing big blue when they were here uh, a couple weeks ago in Xavier Wheeler. Um, so there's just a, a lot of changes. But it's always – we've had a little bit more success against Auburn, um, some great wins against them. Um, but, um, yeah, those two, those two would definitely be up there. You know, Bob, I was thinking about this. Let's go back, you know, 10, 12, 14 years, you know, th- th- there, were, there were some seasons with the SEC. We were maybe only getting two, maybe three teams in the league. And, and when, when I, I got to do the show with Coach White a couple of weeks ago, he, he went through the, the caliber of the coaches, uh, what the SEC network has done. And, and I think that just having highlights of what you would just consider rather ho-hum games basically on a national stage there but now i mean this league could could we get six seven eight teams the strength of the league is very very impressive and and i think a good example of that was a month ago we had two teams in the top four and neither one of them was named kentucky yeah i think that the the bar has definitely been raised um you know as as you said that I've, i've worked with the lady dogs for a long time and um you know on the women's side six seven eight teams what was the bar and I think that we've sort of gotten the men's uh, men's programs to that level at this point where you, you sort of start with six. And then uh, is seven possible? Yeah. Eight possible? Yeah. Nine, are you getting a little greedy? You never know. Um, but uh, but it is uh, – you're, you're going to see NCAA caliber talent uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, within the SEC these days. Um, and it is, you know, it's quite a difference. There were several years ago where we finished second in the league and weren't even, you know, sniffing an NCAA tournament right. bid. Uh, I doubt you will ever see that again. One of the things about this team, too, and I could see it early in the year just with some of the broadcasts I, I did, and, and you were just mentioning this as well, they're a fun team to watch play. I, I like the style. You, you mentioned how hard they play and, and, and can score in a variety of ways, too. Get up and down. Um, it's funny. I was just working on game notes for the game tomorrow night. The, the key to us winning, and they're obviously a lot, but one thing that, that jumps out at you is now we're 12-0 and when we hold uh, our opponents under 70 points. Um, so, you know, obviously offense is key you've got to outscore your opponent but uh but but in our situation this year it seems like uh controlling the tempo controlling the scoreboard um you know provides the the best results uh for us um like i said 12 and 0 when you got them under 70 points uh it's a pretty good indicator um at this point in the season that's a good recipe for success but that's not easy to do in the southeastern conference there are a lot Um, of great players yeah yeah there there are and a lot of great teams and uh uh you know we did keep um uh lsu and the the victory uh before that uh, kentucky under under 
that mark under 70. So, um, you know, we've have, we've kept some good teams under that mark, uh, including SEC play. Right, let's get in the way back machine as we talk with Mike Mobley with Georgia basketball here. And, and go back a couple of weeks ago, tremendous reunion weekend for the 83 Final Four teams. Of course, Georgia, the first to have both the men and women in the Final Four in the same year. And it was like that until I think maybe 1999, maybe, with, with Oklahoma. So we were the one and only for a long time. The men had the reunion on Saturday and beat Kentucky. And any time you beat Kentucky at hoops, it's a big deal. Lady Dogs have it the next day and beat Florida. What a great weekend that was. And just to see all those legends in this building, I thought it was very special. It really was. You know, all those anniversaries are, are fantastic. And it is neat that you can do those anniversaries on uh, the, the same weekend um, that, that you have that. But for Georgia, it was, it was interesting, too, if you go back um, – uh, both of those teams' paths to the Final Four were sort of similar in that they were they were very, very good teams. Obviously, you don't get to the Final Four unless you're a great team, uh, but didn't necessarily play exceptionally well in conference play, you know, early and then caught fire, were able to get through the SEC tournament. The women would have made the NCAA tournament that year um, without a SEC tournament victory. But the guys, you know, truthfully, probably not an NCAA tournament team if they don't win the SEC tournament. So, you know, you focus on that, and that was obviously uh, one of the things that, that pushed them forward. And, um, you know, you, you, the, the names that they beat in the NCAA oh. tournament that year. And it sort of gets lost, but, I you know, I like to refer to that team as the other Cinderella uh, because it was uh, a certain team, NC State, uh, with maybe the most memorable game-ending national championship game either uh, two, two nights later with Lorenzo Charles sort of – uh, I guess that was a accidental alley oop, if you will. <laughs> it was the to accidental, win a national, alley-oop. accidental alley oop to win a national championship for NC State, but we were we were there and to, to knock off uh, uh, Mullen and St. John's, and of course all the names at North Carolina, headlined by Michael Jordan, was amazing. And so many of the guys did come back. Um, you know, just about everybody was here, including Vern Fleming. Um, and, and Vern was a, a great, great player for us, and it was neat to have him back in Athens. Um, and I think that everyone that uh, that was here really enjoyed it, both on the guys and the girls' side. And you got to do a press conference with Hugh Durham, James Banks, and Vern Fleming. That was really special, too. How about that? Um, that that's something else. They were talking about how long will this press conference go? And I said, well, we'll open it up for Coach Durham for an opening statement, and then we'll start counting from there. So, um, yeah, it was it was great to have. That's, some, that's three amazing legends in Georgia basketball sitting at, at the table that we're sitting at right now a couple of weeks ago. Pretty exciting stuff. Now, it really is. And, and Bob's, you know, this league, it's so unforgiving. You got to take your wins when you can get them. And boy, you, you got to squeeze them. And for the most part, I don't really want to have that old Miss and Vandy game here, but we've won a lot of the quote-unquote winnable games. And they're going to be some nights, like in Knoxville, like this past Saturday, you're playing a great team. It's not going your way. You just got to flush that and move on. I I think Coach White's done a good job with that. Obviously, you try and take some lessons, learn, but you have to move on to that next game. Lingering on a bad night is not going to do you any good. Well, you hear coaches in their first year, and what are you going to do when you hear talk of uh, we're going to lock up the state, we're going to recruit Georgia, we're going to do this. Uh, you know, you'll often hear them say we're going to protect our home court. We are 13 and two in Athens this year. Uh, one more win, and we have two more win, two more home games uh, this Saturday and, and next Tuesday. With a win in one of those two games, we would equal the most wins in a regular season at Stegman Coliseum in program history. Uh, the most wins in uh, program history is 15, um, but that includes uh, one NIT victory in each one of those years. So we've got a chance to make history here uh, at Stegman Coliseum on Saturday, and if we were successful Saturday, even next Tuesday, we could match the uh, the all-time uh, win total in, in Stegman Coliseum history. I believe we're 60 years now, um, and that's something that uh, you know you can't you can't take lightly. Um, you know we had a double-digit win streak this year at home. Uh, I think it's the sixth time in program history. So to, to be one of six Georgia teams that have done something, that's some pretty elite company. And um, so th- those types of signs, you asked earlier about the signs that things are headed in the right direction. You know, that's uh, those are things that, that, that I think are great indicators of, of where we're headed. 100%. All right, four more games, two more weeks, and then the conference tournament starts up. Alabama's going to be the favorite, but th- this is a tournament that's really wide open. Maybe not necessarily say, well, all 14 can win or these seven or eight can win, but I think you got a lot of teams capable 
of winning at least a game or two in the conference tournament this year. Sure, I think so. I think there'll be a lot, a lot of great games uh, in Nashville. And it, we'll be back in Nashville this year after being in Tampa. And I believe this is the first of, I want to say, 13 straight years where it's locked in that we'll be in Nashville. So, um, uh, yeah, so it'll be competitive as it always is. Um, we're sitting there at, at six and eight with four to play. So, um, you know, we're hopefully knocked out a couple more W's. And with a couple more W's, we might be able to uh, to avoid that uh, that Wednesday night game and Don't play on that. Thursday. Don't no. play it, game. Don't, Don't want play that. Game. Don't want that. Mike, appreciate the time as always. You do a phenomenal job. Thank you so much for everything you have done for Georgia throughout your remarkable career, my friend. Well, I hope I didn't kill the ratings too bad. <laughs> We got the road dog coming up next, and we're in great shape. We'll play above, below, and in between. Thank you to Mike Bobley. I'm Jeff Taylor. It's the second hour here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. It's time to cheer on the Bulldogs with the smooth and refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Twisted Tea tastes like real iced tea because it's made with real brewed tea. Twisted Tea goes down smooth, and at 5% alcohol, it's got the perfect kick to turn things up on game day. It's time to stock up for the season. Look for the bright yellow cans wherever you buy beer. Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Keep it twisted. Please drink responsibly. Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Don't go anywhere. Bulldogs Live will be right back after a word from your local station. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. With Northside Hospital, you can look forward to new beginnings, look ahead to comeback seasons, and look up for hope and strength. Northside welcomes you into our community of care, guided by one clear direction, a mission to heal. Led by our expertise in maternity, heart, cancer, orthopedics, and more, you can move into tomorrow with confidence. For a healthier future together, look to Northside Hospital. 365 days a year, just call us up, we'll be right there. Our service is guaranteed. Again, is Jeff Dantzler. Dog Nation, for all your information needs, be sure to log on to georgiadogs.com. From tracking event results to exclusive behind-the-scenes coverage, georgiadogs.com has you covered. And be sure to check out the G-Shop at georgiadogs.com for exclusive releases of Nike Game Day official apparel, just like the coaches wear. Visit georgiadogs.com and the G-Shop today. Time to play above, below, and in between. Hey, we're just a couple of weeks away from the Masters. The Daytona 500 was yesterday. The famous road dog, Adam Gillespie, sitting in. Doggy, I've put together a little list here of major sporting events that you would like to attend. And, of course, you know, it would be carte blanche with, with passes and oh, nice. skyboxes, all you nice, could eat, yeah. all, all you could drink, all that free travel and all that. You've talked me into it. Okay, good deal. So, I'm going to start the Daytona 500 as a baseline. Okay. It's a great American race. It is. Great people watching for sure. I'm, no doubt Great it people is. watching. Okay, so with that as the baseline, we're going to come next with, this is one I'd always like to see, you know, can't because of Georgia baseball, the Kentucky Derby. I'm going to put that, boy, those two are really even to me uh, as far as my interest in them. Okay. I've been to a race before, not Daytona, here at AMS. I've never been to a horse race, so I'm going to put that above because right. I've never been to that type of event. Uh, the Derby speaks for itself. I have to go find me a nice hat. 
Get, get one or is that, that's just for the ladies, too. I think. I well, that's, you can wear one, too. It's all good. All right, so it's after a good the, outfit. After the Derby, coming up next, and this is the, the, the one race that, that I watch in this classification every year, the Indy 500. Indianapolis, obviously, a special place in all of our hearts now. Yeah, Indy is the city of no doubt. And Lucas Oil uh, will be a place I'll always uh, have a great memory from. But this is going to go to the bottom of my list for now. Man, um, you don't want to get back up to Indy. You know, they have that Memorial <laughs> Day weekend, so it's not eight degrees. Come I know. That would definitely be the plus uh, for getting back up there in some warmer weather. That sport just doesn't speak to me, so I I'm going to put it at the bottom. All right, so right now we got the Derby, the Daytona 5 the Indy 500 coming up next, the final four. Hopefully working it with the Bulldogs. That would be uh, great. Day soon. But, but the final four, and by the way, the best day of the final four is Saturday, the two national the two semifinals. Games. Where would the final four rank for you? I'm going to put that to the top of the list. I think that would be really fun to be and uh, also be a part of, uh, hopefully down the road. Yeah. Uh, we'll see where uh, Coach White can take us. But I'm going to put that at the top for right now. And, and I think that's one of the deals, too. You get that national semifinal day. I've always said the championship game ticket's a pretty easy ticket because of two losing teams. They're trying to unload them. But that yeah. that semifinal day is pretty darn special. So as you play above, below, in between, you got the Final Four, the Kentucky Derby, the Daytona 500, and the Indy 500, ranking it here for the Road Dog. All right. You ready to go international, my friend? Okay. This is going to be a summertime excursion. Now, it's all expenses paid because this trip, it ain't cheap. We're going across the pond, and we're going to do a three-week extravaganza beginning with Wimbledon rolling into the British Open. So a three-week Wimbledon British That's a bucket list deal for me. I'm going to have to get a, a quintupling in pay to ever make that happen, <laughs> but a Wimbledon Open Championship double dip. Where would that rank for the road dog? Oh, that goes straight to the top. I mean, uh, not only the two events, but to be able to travel over there and uh, travel, see that part of the world and then to be at St. Andrews, that one definitely has a little yeah, more. Yeah, if it was a St. Andrews, that's, yeah. yes. That 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 goes to the top of the list, no doubt. I think that would just be a once-in-a-lifetime event, or for me it would definitely only be a once-in-a-lifetime type, type of thing that uh, I would treasure forever. So that's going to go to the top. If, if I hit like a $500 million Powerball, we'll make that a yearly <laughs> event because that would be what we could certainly good. do every year. So right now we've got the Wimbledon Open Championship. I think here in the States, we're still allowed to call it the British Open. I always did. But the etiquette, if you're in Scotland especially, is just to refer just to it the as open. the Open. <laughs> as the Open. So we got Wimbledon in the Open. What a trip that would be. Followed by the Final Four, the Kentucky Derby, the Daytona 500, and the Indy 500. Okay, here's one that's a little off the board. Now, this is one. It'd be impossible as long as we're – work at hoops but the time of the year it's cold right after national title game in, in football give me the australian open down in melbourne where would that rank for you so that one again i mean just the ability to go to australia in in conjunction with the event yes so that's gonna because australia is a bucket list destination yes for me. yes so that's gonna go probably right under the final four. Okay, so between the final four and the Derby? Yes, between those two. All right, let me get my list here, the Aussie Open. All right, I've got two more for you, and this is going to be hard. And I'm pretty sure you've been to one, if not both of these. Coming up next, it's my favorite sporting event in the world, the Masters. That one I have been to. I think that would go right under the trip to Europe. Right. For the Wimbledon and the Open. There's nothing like Augusta National and the Masters. And keeping in line with Augusta National, the Masters, St. Andrews, Churchill Downs, we go to WrestleMania. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you knew that was coming, right? Some people angry at, you're going to get some people angry at me because of where I'm going to rank this. Adam is a huge wrestling fan. I loved it when I was a kid. I loved pro wrestling, and, and I've still watched Tony Schiavone. So where's WrestleMania going for you, my friend? Uh, and I, this one I've been to as well before the time it she came. She got the one in Atlanta? The one that okay. came to Atlanta. So I've been to this one as well. This year it's in, in Los Angeles, a great destination for Is it, it at SoFi? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's you can make so it a two fi. for two. Yeah, Come this on. year it's at SoFi uh, next month. <laughs> I think people, people are probably going to yell at me through their radios, but I'm going to put this between the Masters and the Final Four. I think you're lying. I think it's number one. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to put it there. Okay. And be in, uh, 
So Be safe. Adam's final list, the, the Wimbledon Open double dip, the Masters, WrestleMania, the Final Four, Australian Open, the Derby, Daytona, and Indy. And by the way, my buddy Brad Lanier and I, my mom dropped us off for WrestleMania two at the Hanner Fieldhouse. They had it on what they call the closed circuit, closed circuit on the big yeah. screen in Statesboro. That's where Hulk Hogan beat King Kong, King Kong Bundy, Bundy in the steel cage. And there was an, an epic battle royale there. And it was in three different sites. Never will forget it. Love playing above, below, and in between with my friend, the great road dog, Adam Gillespie. And, hey, Georgia fans, if you want to hire Adam or if you want to do an NIL deal with a dog, go to georgiadogs.com slash NIL. Connect with a student athlete on a sponsorship, a commercial, an appearance, an autograph session, and more, georgiadogs.com. It's a second hour saying goodnight after this time out on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Neil Honda Williamson for Breda Pest Management. Chicago Cubs legend has it that psychiatric patients at a hospital just beyond their left field fence used to shout odd things at the players. Hence the origin of it came out of left field. Don't let termite infestation, roaches, or other pests come out of left field at your home. Keep your home safe from roaches, rodents, and termites with Breda. Like I do. Breda. B-R-E-D-A pest.com. Breda. Breda. No need to be afraid of bugs. New season, new coach. Sometimes it's best to change direction and get a fresh start. I'm Kenny Mullins for the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 613. If you're in construction, maybe you need a new start too. Come join our team of over 5,000 electrical workers. Better pay and benefits, superior training, and safer working conditions with an army of people who have your back. Visit IBEW613.org and click Join our team. Go dogs! You're listening to Bulldogs Live. We'll be right back after a word from your local stations. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. No matter your favorite game day traditions, it all starts with a cup of coffee to get you ready to cheer on a Bulldogs win. Community Coffee is a proud partner of the Georgia Bulldogs, serving Bulldog Nation with rich and smooth blends crafted right here in the USA. We've supported and celebrated thriving communities like the UGA family for over 100 years. And we believe there's no better day than game day for bringing people together. Community Coffee, strong as our roots. The BMW i4 M50. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Experience the power of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. The complete suite of intuitive technology keeps you connected. The pure performance keeps your heart racing. The BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Proud sponsor of Georgia Athletics. Visit BMWATL.com for great offers. Go dogs! Welcome back to Bulldogs Live. Once again, here's Jeff Dantzler. Well, that was a lot of fun. Always is. Thank you so much to Coach Strickland, to Courtney Coupets carter to Mike Mobley, and, of course, the great road dog, Adam Gillespie. We greatly appreciate Alan Thomas and Ben Brandenburg, our executive producers. And we got a lot of hoops coming up, including Georgia at Arkansas tomorrow night. And then on Thursday, the Lady Dogs have been playing great. Georgia on a four-game winning streak, winners of six out of seven. It's the regular season home finale against the Auburn Tigers in baseball this weekend against the Princeton Tigers. That'll do it for us. I'm Jeff Dancer. Thanks for listening to the second hour here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. You've been listening to Bulldogs Live. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Piedmont Healthcare. Piedmont empowers Georgians by changing healthcare, making it better, more simplified, and easier to access. Real change lives here. And by Northside Hospital. 
Northside Hospital and its employees in North Georgia are proud to support your dogs. Visit northside.com. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network, powered by Learfield and JMI Sports.